What's going on, everybody? Sorry about the very long overdue podcast, yeah. but we all have lives, obviously, and also quarantine did not help matters. Um, but yeah, here is another fucking episode of Cutter to the Moon podcast, aka the Kate Cuddy podcast. Yes, sir. And currently, we are doing the Wizard series, and we are on the last leg of the uh wizard series which is where did you sleep last night that's where we're starting and we also have a flictum dr pill and last but certainly not least upper room and you guys probably have not heard our voices in a while so i am dumb we got t with me yo what's up hello t and we also got my boy jr with us as well yo 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 so who wants to start on where did you sleep last night I'll let T start it off. All right, but so with the uh, where did you sleep last night? Um, most of the hardcore Cuddy fans would know this is a uh, Kurt Cobain cover song, um, and yes, Cuddy did it perfectly, I think. And I honestly think he did it better than Kurt Cobain. Yeah, he doesn't Ooh. have his voice. Kurt Kurt has that. That is a hot. Has take, that? He has that rock voice. He does. But Cuddy adds that mm-hmm. emotion in the song with his voice. And I listen to Nirvana, Kurt, all the fucking time. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, I've listened mm-hmm. to that song so many times, and I, I love Cuddy's version better. Well, I'm going to say Wizard's version better. Um, definitely the guitar, Kurt did a little bit better than Cuddy on it. I mean, no, no shade to Cuddy. He... You know, he just picked up the fucking guitar during that time and never played before in his life, and then started playing it. That's amazing how well he was playing. Which he, did, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He did do a really good job for like how little of time he yeah. had to play the guitar. But, but obviously, Kurt was a very polished and amazing guitarist. Yeah, himself, so. I, this is a really good add to the album too because of the grunge slash EDM slash alternative side of the the album. Um, I'm glad he uh, put it in here because he looks up to Kurt a lot, and most Definitely some of his, his major influences, yeah, that sure. Pink Floyd, Andre, all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And you could tell in his music that he takes some of his of Kurt's things, like let's say a little bit of a guitar rift or whatever, adds it to his stuff. And you could tell the influence, and I really love this song on this album. It, it fits perfectly too about the whole vibe of it. Um, heartbreak. This this album is all about a heartbreak, basically. Um, him using yeah, substances just, and whatnot to to cope with it. Um, and I I really do feel like this is a really good fit for the album too. Um, like the placement of the song. Yeah, right after uh, "Teleport to Me." I was just gonna. I was literally just gonna mention how the the placement of these songs are like. If, if you're listening to this album, like top to bottom and you get to teleport to me jamie and then right after you get where did you sleep last night and then the next is song which is the most dark song yeah of the album's like fuck my man's going through. yeah like it's <laughs> that three piece is it like, starts that's a hard it actually starts from break right there. it starts from break ends in inflictum so the f- yeah yeah we'll, yeah we'll get in we'll get into like the the album and shit like more um, towards the end, most likely, but so I'll talk about that later. Of what I'm talking about, but um, where did you sleep last night? It 
it's it was good. It was a good add to the album. Um, and like I said, I definitely like it. Cuddy's version better than Kurt's version. But then again, Kurt's version wasn't fully released properly. So, mm. but yeah. So it was kind of like, was it like an unreleased or? Was I'm, it like I'm pretty sure. Or... Uh, Jr., you probably know more about it than me. I'm pretty sure it was unreleased, wasn't it? It's yeah. unreleased, yeah, but mm. it it was like released later. I yeah, think. after oh, he died, okay. demo tapes. Yeah, so it's kind of like how Burn the Rain with like yeah, Cuddy Montage, right? The same the thing. Cutty yeah. Montage sample mm. was okay. cleared. It was kind of in the same clearance Realm as that. Kind of like thing. I don't believe he needed clearance for this sample to use oh. it because I, uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is a cover of a cover. So I believe Kurt Cobain covered this from another yes. artist. Originally. I was just about to say that. And so he did not need to clear. Ooh, did not mean <laughs> But he did. He did contact uh, Courtney Love every time that he takes some of Kurt's things, even though this wasn't really Kurt's song. He's the one who made it famous, yeah, yeah, yeah. though. Um, but he did contact Courtney, though. Yeah, and Courtney is a stickler when it comes to clearing Nirvana samples. She only does and, it for Cuddy, literally. Exactly, yeah. Honestly, maybe there's like a little thing there that we don't know about. I highly doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. I love Courtney and everything. She's like 50. She, she's like 50 I love Courtney, don't get me wrong. Hey, man. Hey, Cuddy's like 35. Nah, Cuddy got to die. He, he, he's... I, I don't really fuck with this current girlfriend, not gonna lie. She's really not the liquor for me. And I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe she's a really, really lovely girl. I I mean, if Cuddy fucks with you, then you're, you're probably amazing. So I can't, I don't have any ill will towards her at all. Um, but I mean, yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she just thinks Cuddy's like really handsome and really like nice, just like a really cool person that she could see, you know. Kurt fucking with or something, you know. I don't, I, think, I don't know who what it could be exactly, but it's really cool that she does let him of all people like, uh, you know, sample his stuff and I think getting clearances and stuff. It, it's a mixture of like <clears throat> them them meeting and just seeing how much of a down to earth person that Cuddy is, and how much of a actual fan of Kurt that he is, and then she could see the influence in his music as well, and just seeing the fact that Kid Cudi helps so many kids with mental health issues and depression and all that, that it's just something that she could support and get behind versus off just some random rapper or random dude just like wanting to clear sample just for the clout. Like Cudi isn't doing it for the clout. He's doing it to, to help kids. Yeah. So that's probably one of the main reasons why she's okay with clearing his samples. I totally understand that to be honest. That's a really good yeah. point that you made too. Uh, uh, but yeah, go ahead. What, what's up with the song? Do you fuck with it? Do you not fuck with it? Top three for me in the album would be this, even though it is a cover. Um, I will say as like an aspiring like cover artist myself, like I love just recording, like singing along to songs and covering songs and listening to other people do that as well. Um, I will say without a doubt, this is the best cover of a song i've heard in my entire life without I, a doubt i completely I agree that uh, wait can y'all hear me now <laughs> that's it yeah yeah no okay you're fine bro I don't no know i left because i was anyway, talking but no one was point. answering me yeah oh okay so that was yeah, minor technical difficulty but um <clears throat> no you're good but uh i would say this isn't my favorite cover of a song 
because, uh, well, actually, that's not really a cover because I was thinking of I'd Be High. Like he completely takes the production he, from a, a yeah, really old Bob Dylan song, but he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He, yeah, he sampled it though, so he didn't do a cover. And there's so, also like Fifty Ways to Make to Make a Record, where he like made his own version of Fifty Ways to Make a Record or Fifty Ways to Leave yeah. Your Lover. Mm. Um, and yeah, Cuddy yeah, sounds so well, beautiful in that song. <laughs> Facts. Like he, it touches. Uh, it touches me. And it makes me feel a certain way of Cuddy when I listen to Fifty Ways Room Record. I I know hey, my yo, I know my sexuality, mom, but when I listen to that song, I'm like, damn, yo, like, oh am I being for, like Cuddy? You be for real right now? Can you just look me in the eyes and I kiss you right on the yo. forehead? <laughs> Shit, I'll be like, yo, let me kiss you on the pee pee, mommy. What? <laughs> hey, to call to Cuddy only, I'm gay. Anyway, and Frank Ocean, hold up, what? Uh, uh, I want to I want to add a little bit to it. I feel like this <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Um based off what T said about how he likes it more than uh Kurt's version. Mm-hmm. I I do agree to that, but I also want to like add into the fact of the the modernization of the song. Yeah. Um Dot killed it in the production and like right when after the first uh intro into the song after the first uh, verse when the bass hits in um so he kind of like modernized the beat it's not just guitar he added in like elements of the production and adding in those 808s and everything like that that i just think makes it sound a lot more yeah than kurt's version is the reason why i like it a little yeah i feel like if kurt actually like released it himself it would sound like 10 times better no shade of cutty but yeah and if kurt was and if Kurt was like making music to this day, he would have that production on it. Imagine, like, imagine like, if Kurt feel to it. was still here today. Imagine them two on a song. Greatest collab of oh all time. Oh my Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> that'd be the most oh, man. depressing, like, but the most beautiful song at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like for real. Bro, like that that Mike Dean collab album that you're talking about, like I'm not gonna get into it because it could be, you know, like no, no, Not no, no, no. Thing, but, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But like with C- Cuddy and, and Kurt on it, bro. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that'd be actually like that. Like how I was telling you, like, yo, bro, like you really melted my brain. I'm like really like I, I don't, I'm speechless. I really don't know what yeah. to say to that. That that's exactly how I feel. With that's like, what I felt Kurt when Cuddy uh, and, and Andre. Collab. Like collab because Andre Thousand is by far oh, my bro, number one rapper. So he's not my favorite too. artist, but he's my number one rapper. He's the best rapper, I think, in my opinion. And when when yeah, they collab, I feel, I feel I'm like, just him like oh my Pac fucking god, like... this is for real. <laughs> I was like a little kid. I was just happy and laughing. Yeah, bro. Like by design was so it's, amazing. Dude. And then like a lot of people don't fuck with the guy that much. I fuck with it. I fucked with it. That shit like gets me going. Like, I want to fuck yeah. someone. It's like, bro, I'm this, like, this oh man God, breathing on this girl's neck out, while he fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn, oh God, I feel God. you. Go <laughs> bite my Jesus neck, please. Christ. What? Oh All right, so next God. song. Anyway. Mm. I, didn't even, I, didn't, I didn't even say my two cents of this song yet. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding, bro. That's such a good, like, good rift. Yeah, 100%. But anyway, uh, with this song, ever since it came out, 
I don't think at first I knew that it was a cover of um I don't think most Kurt's people song. did. And it's po- it's probably because it was, you know, because like you guys said and mentioned that it was unreleased, so that's probably why cuz I I was a really big Nirvana fan like mm. growing up myself, especially Kurt obviously out of everybody on the band. And um but overall like I would say this is a really good song that I could actually see I don't know if you guys can actually make the the, the connection but at least for me I could definitely see this being on Speeding Bullet yeah, 7 actually. there's some songs because on it's here, very a lot of songs actually on here can fit into Speeding Bullet this 7 this and a this and a Flictum for yeah. sure Live and Learn yeah 100% possibly and then also uh, Satellite Flight uh, Trouble Boy I could totally or going to the see ceremony. that being on yeah, exactly. Like it's actually insane. Internal like, blue, yeah, big... bro. oh my because God. there's satellite flight. There's is so two songs anyway. on "Speeding Bullet to Heaven" that like uh, isn't really grunge rockish, and it's uh, "Adventures" and "Melting." Ooh, and those are some. Of my so there's a lot of songs in Cuddy's discography that reminisce of "Speeding Bullet to Heaven." You you could you could kind of like mix and match certain songs from his albums that could go on other albums, which is yeah. actually insane to think about. Like I don't know if you could do that with other artists. Like maybe with Kanye, it's, it's harder with Kanye. I love like Kanye. That, but... It's harder with Kanye because like each album is different, like Cuddy. But with Kanye, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He just sticks to like soul rap. A little bit of R and B. He don't really he, mess with the rock side, but he does. He he influences uh, rock into his songs, but not as much as Cuddy does. Uh, Cuddy's more alternative, and uh, he's an alternative artist. The thing with artist. the thing with Kanye is he does like narrative themes with each yeah. album. So each each album has their own like very specific yeah, like very, theme. Yeah, like, exactly. Like uh, I get that things on Yeezus are not going to fit on any Kanye song at all. <laughs> yeah, Jesus true. is King will not uh, fit on any. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand that. Maybe with Drake, I mean, who yeah, knows? Drake. I can, anyway, I can, that's I can besides that. the point because he shouldn't be. I wouldn't fucking be. know, but hey, Drake, you can hate Drake all you want. All right, at the end of the day, uh... I know this is a Cuddy podcast, but at the end of the day, he is one of the greatest artists that we've had. He moved a lot of people. J- I don't think that, but like <laughs> he is like up there. He's he's going to be a legend, whether you like it or not. He will be a legend. Well, I mean, it, even if he died tonight, he is. he'd probably be one of the greatest like pop artists of all time. Like that's that just goes without saying. He like, has such Drake a big has, following, like, insane amount of hits and stuff like that. That but is besides that's the besides point. the point, though. I feel like we're kind of getting off yeah. uh, topic here. That that could be talked about with yeah. for another time. But all right, so we're gonna get this train rolling. Uh, also, hey. Rick. anyway, um, <laughs> uh, next song we have on this train that we're chugging through, Wizardville, <laughs> is Afflictum. And I want to go first because this is easily one of my favorite songs off the, off right the album. I would say it's definitely top like three, yep. maybe top two for me. Uh, Teleport to Me, Jamie, is obviously. Uh, Maybe not number one. It's maybe like it kind of depends. I have like one A, one B kind of uh, uh, with my favorites on this album. Excuse me. Afflict them. Teleport to me, Jamie. Excuse <laughs> me, bitch. Uh, and <laughs> uh, Love Heart is a is is a really uh, underrated track for me on the album. But Afflict them, dude. Oh my god! Like 
this track, like, I'm just going to let it play just for, like, a few seconds. Beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. The poems. Oh. Uh, it's so fucking like, good. <laughs> oh, you keep a, his his oh, hums are, is like a sarcastic hum. I love it. Oh, that's yeah. true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like, completely true. Um, but with this track specifically, uh, especially me becoming depressed uh, towards the the end of my like high school career and stuff, and like. I'm always into like the sad yeah. boy shit. Most of the time, like I recently, not really too recently, but I would say that over the last like year or two, I've become a humongous fan of Lil Peep. I love Lil and Peep. And he's very, very uh, emo. And like he has this very dark side to him and his music for a good reason because he was a very depressed him uh, and, and stuff and, like that. Yeah. Uh, Autumn artist. Yeah. Yeah. That whole wave. Exactly. Uh, also, rest of light to the big homie Pete. Um, I miss that man every day, not gonna lie. But with this track, uh, it's very, very dark and depressing throughout the entire song. Even though the melody is really nice, like the the uh, guitar that and his voice is like uplifting is really... in a way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's so really, he, I don't know how oh, the fuck, going off, fuck man does this, but it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're good. Uh, but yeah, like throughout the track, it's a very Man, it's like, like you said, it's very good and like really uplifting, but it's also very dark and depressing as well. But it it mixes like really, really, really well together, like really fucking good. And uh, I love this song because not only am I always in Sad Boy Hours, but it's just such a good track by Cuddy. And it's honestly like one of the main reasons why everybody fucks with Cuddy is because he's himself in the track and he doesn't care what people think about him. He's just going to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. And that's really commendable coming from a, such a big artist that a lot yeah. of people know about. And he probably should be more uh, well-known, but that's besides the point. Overall, this is easily one of my favorite tracks off of Wizard. And... Yeah, it's just a really, really great track, and it's definitely in a really good spot on the album. Like we were talking previously about how "Break," "Teleport," "Jimmy," "Jamie," "Where Did You Sleep Last Night," and "Flick Them" are also like all together like a really dark chapter on the album. So yeah, if T, if you wanted to go next, because oh, uh, Jr., you can go. About... I, I can go after. I want to I hear your opinion first. Okay, like, well, for sure. Your I got you. Okay, so. This won't make much sense when I say it at first, but let me explain. So this is my favorite song on the album, but at the same time, it's my least favorite song on the album. I understand that. (laughs) I understand that. All right, definitely explain yourself because I know know how you feel, JR, because I'm like that with the song on Speeding Bolt to Heaven. Yeah, so I... This is very tough to say because out of the hundreds of songs in Cuddy's discography to to swift through, I would say this is his most powerful song to me personally. And wait, across the board, oh, yeah. like throughout yes. all his oh wow, uh, that yeah. is 
That's actually Acro- insane. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. No, Sorry. Good across the board, just most powerful. Um, this song and love are the two are the top two songs oh, are the top two songs that I've cried to more than any other song in existence. Um, I haven't listened to this song since probably November, maybe December. Um, I have, obviously I go back into Cuddy's albums all the time. And right now at this point in my life, just accepting the change and um, being with my girlfriend and everything like that. And when I like, when I, I hear that first like guitar riff, I just like skip it. Cause I like, I don't want to get in that mindset into that level yeah, yeah I, I totally understand I, I just that. don't want to get into that mindset and so that's why i'm like it's his most powerful because if you're not in that mindset you do not want to listen to this song but if you are in that mindset it's so comforting but at the same time like as this song makes you feel alone when you're listening to it even though but it's when you want to feel alone because you just you decide to listen to this song Uh, (laughs) dude man but yeah go ahead i just want to like input something after you're done talking about this song because i i know exactly what you're talking Um, about so i hope that gives some explanation to why it's my favorite and least favorite just because there's only a, a very specific mindset of when i can listen to this song but when I am in that mindset, it is by far my favorite. And then when I'm not in that mindset, I just decide to skip it just because I don't want to like jump into that hole and dive into that dark place. But just previously dealing with like suicidal urges and things like that, um, listening to this song comforts me in the fact of knowing that someone like Kid Cudi and having that savior um, is going is going through or went through the same stuff that I'm going through like comforts me in a way that I just can't explain. Yeah, because you know that you're not alone. Yeah. I, man, it's crazy that you, that you say all of that stuff because basically every single thing that you said about that, like if you, if we weren't talking about Afflict Them, is exactly the way that I would detail the way that love makes me yeah. feel. And, like, I can never, ever listen to it, like, when I'm, like, happy and, like, actually, like, doing well for myself, like, mentally and, like, you know, all that good stuff in life and stuff. But when I'm in that mindset of, like, fuck, I want to die. And, like, I just do not, like, I'm straight up not having a good time. I do not want to be here. Like, all those negative and, like, really depressing thoughts and stuff like that go through my head. And I'm like, all right, boys, yeah. you know what time it is. And then fucking, I, I hit up uh, either SoundCloud or YouTube because obviously it's not on the major streaming services and I hit up love and it always never, ever fails to make me feel like better. And I might cry, you know, like a, like a fucking baby and stuff, but you know, yeah. it's all good. Uh, but like, like, like you said, when you know when you're in a in a good mindset and you're feeling good about yourself mentally and probably you know other ways as well but man i get it i really do like that's exactly how love makes me feel and probably afflict them too like 
there's just certain tracks that I'm just like, oh man, like I just can't, I like... can't listen to it right now. And that's why I'm more of a hype man too. Like like for music in general, I'm more way more with like the hype because it makes me feel better about myself. But when I'm in that sad boy hours, dude, like I need to like listen to tracks like Afflict Them and Love and All Along and it basically all these lets out your emotions without you letting songs. Someone's letting it out for you. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like it's like you're hearing yourself talk like, to yourself, but it's like, not you talking. Yeah, and it's like somebody that actually understands yeah. like your pain, even though he's not there physically. Like he's there for you mentally through the music, which is fucking crazy to think about. But that's why we love Cuddy, man. Like this is exactly why we have a podcast is because of songs like this. Like afflict them, like love, like all along, like Mr. Rager, like dude, the list. Yeah. And that's on, how man. I feel. <laughs> that's um, why he's the greatest artist. JR of all time. <laughs> and um, that's how I feel. Not uh, just songs from Cuddy, just Cuddy in general. Someone I can reflect on and look mm-hmm. up to. Cause you know, I never had a dad. So like I always mm-hmm. look up to Cuddy as one because he in my opinion and how I view him, he looks after me. When I go to his music, I mean, he he comforts me and he makes me feel better. He makes me keep on pushing. He makes me keep on going and not stopping. And he's my motivation, honestly. You know, honestly, bro, it's crazy, too, that you say that, too, because, like, my dad isn't the greatest. So, like, I kind of picked up other people to, like, kind of, like, yeah. be that father mm-hmm. figure to me. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, man, it always comes back to this fucking man. Kobe was, like, my idol growing up and he was like my father figure pretty much and like I really really looked up to him and he was such a motivating person and like he was like that person that's like yo dude like if you work hard enough and you put all your eggs into a basket you can make your dream come true because he wanted to be like an NBA player slash you know part of the Lakers since he, he since he could fucking walk probably at that point um and with Unfortunately, he passed away and everything. Um, rest in light to the greatest basketball player of all time, <laughs> in my humble opinion. But Cuddy, for me, like kind of took that torch uh, probably back in like 2010 when he dropped Man in the Moon 2. That's when I really got into him. And I've kind of been a huge fan since. Like here and there, I like stray away from him. Like this was like years ago. Like I would say around Wizard is when I kind of like – uh, went away for a little bit and started listening to like other rap and like other artists and stuff. But then I got back to him around like Indica when Indica dropped. That's <laughs> oh my god! Like I literally listened to that album yeah. like front to back for like probably a year straight. Like that's probably out of all the albums outside of Speeding Bullets of Heaven because I literally listen to it every night. So it has to be my most played album. I would say. Indicut is probably like my second, and it's probably pretty close because I literally would listen to that on repeat over and over and over again for like maybe a year, maybe yeah, even like, more than a year. I can't um, really tell you. There's a good thing that what you were saying in the beginning, um, a Kobe quote, or well, not quote, but what you think that you know his what what he pushes you to do. Uh, there's a good quote from I know this is off topic, but this is like I'm like in my feels. So, like, Mike Tyson, I, I there's okay, another bro. person I look up to as David Blaine. He's a magician and endurance artist, and he's very inspirational. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the podcast that him and Mike Tyson were doing, Mike Tyson's podcast, 
And David uh, said, I remember you. I got into the car with you. And this was when they were younger. And Mike Tyson told him, you know, I wasn't expected to be the world heavyweight champion. I don't have the arm length. I I don't have the height. I don't have the strength. But that doesn't matter because you could do anything you want if you want to achieve it. You can accomplish anything. That's true. Honestly, like, mindset and heart, like, is pretty much everything, if you think about it. Just, like, over, like, thousands of years, probably since civilization started. Like, if if you're hungry enough, and if you want it that bad, like Cuddy says in his TED Talk, like, then it could be so. And it's true, dude. Like, if you really put as much effort as you want and you know sometimes it it doesn't really go your way like you know and that's just life sometimes it doesn't go your way unfortunately but if you like literally are willing to die for what you want to do and like achieve you're most likely gonna get there man and like that's why like also going back to what you said t is like that's why cuddy's so inspirational too and like he not only not only is he comforting and he has all these tracks that like make us feel better about ourselves and really helps us mentally and like people with you know mental illnesses and so you know across the board man like he easily like he says in Rebel yep. Web, is our big bro and I actually see him more like a yeah I see him as like a dad figure because like yeah exactly and man there's literally not enough words in the fucking dictionary to detail yeah. my love that i have for scott well, we can probably talk about scott. that another time let's let's get back into the album though bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. of sad shit. Um, uh but yeah like this is what cuddy does he brings us together and look, look you know well if you think about just one thing we i want to add family. about the whole uh, perspective of like putting your mind to things if you think of like just looking at kid cutting himself he doesn't have the voice of like Frank Ocean or the weekend or whatever you want to like John legend, or he doesn't have like the rap bar for bar for us, like Eminem or Kendrick Lamar or anything like that. But he has that emotion. He has that emotion and he has that passion and dedication to make the greatest music I've ever heard in my life. And he just had that dedication to have that mindset to just, as he says, he's a G is in grinder. He just grinded until he got to where he wanted to be in life. And he didn't have that, like, I don't want to say natural skill set, like you were referring to Mike Tyson. He didn't have, like, the godly Mike or godly Frank Ocean voice just to, like, carry his career. He really grinded for everything that he did, and he was super successful yep. because of it. And and it's crazy. He's getting better exactly. as we speak today. It's dude. He ages like bro. Fine it's more wine, like it's aged bourbon at this point. <laughs> but... It just fucks you up. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Give me a minute, goddamn. And then, and then next year punch, he's, gonna, he's gonna be like <laughs> Bacardi one fifty one now. Jesus Christ, ninety nine proof. <laughs> oh my god and then, and then at that point in his career uh, might as well just drink straight good. up rubbing alcohol <laughs> might as well come yeah. out with the 100% stuff <laughs> but my views on afflict him though oh man you guys 
took the words out my fucking mouth. I don't know what to say about that. Like, that's exactly how I feel about a flip them. Like it's it is top like four. Of your favorites um, off the album too. I got four favorites, and I can't really order them. But it's teleport to me, afflict them. Um, fucking, I'm stupid. I know. Uh, dream time machine and live and learn. <laughs> Nobody's saying that. That's a really like yeah, with this album, but you could list sure. any top four in the entire album, pick any random four tracks, and I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I agree with you 100." <laughs> percent Yeah, right. Exactly. Like all these songs are top tier. Like this might 100%. be like this might be all together. Like it's not my favorite from Cuddy, but most consistent. I it's his most consistent album. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like looking at it now. It's like there's. It's definitely one of your favorite albums, though, too, because I remember when I first got in the cut fam, you would like always talk about Wizard and you always like post about like, oh, yeah. singing along to it and everything like that. So it's definitely yeah. always been one of your favorites for sure. But um, yeah, with that being said, though, afflict them. Facts. Fucking amazing. Look what track. that and look what and that fucking song definitely... brought us to. Like a whole fucking ten minute discussion on life. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like it's because that's what like not only afflict them, but like a lot of you could. Yeah. Do that and we've done this. All three too. of us. And, and that's why um, Jake baptizing fire, Jake, when he was doing it with us, too, we're getting those modes in the songs. And then all of a sudden we just start talking about life. Every single podcast we've done, we do that shit. You know, we just get lost in the sauce of the feels. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it does. It'd be like that, sometimes. but it'd be like that. Though. And, the and tra- it's okay. The transition is into Dr. Pill, so, and the very first line is, "My head is always busy." <laughs> like for real. Damn. Yo. Damn. Yo, Cuddy, you listening to Yo. us, my man? Come on, dog. Bro. So, JR, do you want to start us off with Dr. Phil? Yes. So, um, at first, like, first couple years, Wizard was out. This was always a bottom tier song for me. But um, now I think it's a 10 out of 10 song, and I love it so much. It's just a song that really, really grew on me. Um Facts. It was kind of so 2012, like I was young, um, all the way up like until 2015. I still like I was 17, 18 years old, blah, 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 blah. But um, I don't like want to like ask you guys personal questions, get into it too much. But like kind of when I really started getting into this song was when I was on antidepressants and like, Mm. and like that shit wasn't working for me. Um, It kind of just, it kind of just made me feel like a shell of myself kind of made me feel like a, yeah. Like I felt like a zombie, like a zombie. I I felt like a ghost. A lot of people say that. Yeah. it, It worked in the sense of like, I wasn't super depressed, but I also, I was never happy either so like i would rather feel you were just you just felt empty yeah so i was like you felt like you were nothing exactly so i kind of was like i would rather feel the lowest lows and the highest highs than feel nothing at all and i feel like this song is the epitome of like discussing that conversation 
I don't know if he was in the same mindset or doing the same situation that I was doing when he was writing this song. But I like, we all know about Cuddy's struggle with mental health. So I could make that assumption. I don't want to, but I just, that's how I relate to this song personally. Um, also, the bass is so fucking heavy in this song. I can't like, yeah. I can't like let that go. Like, yeah, this, I love, love, love driving <laughs> to this song. Um, and the distortion and yeah, shit on this song. Yeah, it's kind of like y- it's like it's like this is like uh, most people are not gonna like my bad, but most people are not gonna. This will go along with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Most people are not. I I know exactly how you're feeling and like what you were going through because I'm going through that same shit. And I'll talk about it when I start talking about the song. Mm-hmm. But like the distortion of the song literally sounds like what's going on in your head when you're on that. Show. Yeah, it's like the oh, feeling strange, feeling strange, feeling strange. This is literally what you're <laughs> fucking thinking. Yeah. Um, like you don't feel like you're a human. Yep. My is always busy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> talk to him. No, you didn't say. That's it, all I gotta you. say. What are you talking about? Spit it. <laughs> yeah, but like I first play whole, you, bitch. Uh, uh-huh. Wake up in the morning feeling iffy. It's like when you're on those like antidepressants, or you're going through like that depressive episode. You like wake up and you're just like. Your first fucking thought is just like fuck another day, like, and then it's just like when I look in the mirror, I don't know who this dude is, and it's so true. Like you're getting ready and everything, and you just like look in the mirror, and you're just like, I don't even know who the fuck I am anymore. Just everything about and... this song I can relate to, and like, yep. Um, I don't have really much else to say about it other than it's just a super like personal, relatable track. I do understand if like someone not in cut fam or even in cut fam like don't list this as one of their favorite songs off the album or like don't really fuck with it too hard but it just has that such personal like emotional connection with me to where i love it so much yeah that's facts um like what you're saying about this song is is how i am too uh i'm going through it right now actually to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So this song, I need to listen to this song. I love you too. So I, I need you, to bitch. listen to this song again when I'm done with this podcast. But this is it's literally how like you feel. Like stuck in a human like cell and it got legs and arms. Like you're not knowing what the fuck you are. You're not knowing what the fuck you're gonna do next. You don't know what's going to happen. So you just sit there in one fucking spot for hours and hours and hours. And you just stare at the fucking ceiling and you, you're wondering like, why the fuck am I like this? Yeah. And this is what like, this song is my fucking head. And I love this song to fucking death. It took me a while to really like understand this song. Cause I didn't really, I didn't really know what depression was. I had it when I was younger, but I didn't know what it was though. Yeah. And, like yeah, never, I like, never knew what it was. I just thought I just knew. thought yeah. I was sad. Like you always had those And I thought it was normal. Felt it. Mm-hmm. But when I started getting older and knowing about mm-hmm. it, it's like, wow, I, I have fucking depression. What the fuck? And like it's not like it's okay to be depressed, but it's not normal. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's like um, rare, pretty much, kind of. And like, it. when he says, uh, <clears throat> I have not known who that face belongs to in a while. Like, as he, uh, he's talking about, it's not me talking, bro. That is my face. And he's, he's, he's confused with himself. He's fighting with himself. He's talking to himself because he has no one around him. He's just, he's just isolating himself just inside a room, probably his room. It's probably what he was doing. And, uh, tell me what to do because it just ticks me out. I want to, I want to turn me down. Again, he's talking to himself. He's talking to the devil on his sh- on his shoulder, and he's fuck saying fuck that angel. He's just talking to the devil. He's asking him questions, and then he finally says he's out of order. Like, yep, I'm 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 out of order. So fuck it, I'm gonna take another one because it makes me feel good. It makes me it makes me feel like I'm a human when I take these. Whatever you're taking. Um, please do it responsibly. If you do take pills or whatever, you know, you do you, I'm not going to tell you not to, because I know how it is. I'm not going to sit there and tell someone not to do something because if it helps you, it helps you. Okay. You're going to be happy. I hope you don't do it, but if you do, I understand. So yeah, just be safe. And like, who am I to to tell, tell someone, Hey, you're, you're not supposed to do that. Okay, what's that going to do to them? It's just going to make them do it even more. Like, you're not really helping them by telling them <laughs> yeah, not to that's... do it. Helping them is actually physically be... fucking helping them. Like, come on, you're coming with me. We're going to see someone. And, like, I don't know. People should be doing that more instead of just telling someone, hey, don't do that. Unlike... Yeah, it's actually pretty insane, like, that can like be linked yeah. to like good parenting, basically. Like from what I've heard and like seen myself, like rather than demonize like drugs and stuff, like pe- like kids and parents should have a discussion and you know be like, "Yo, what's the positives? What's the negatives?" And you know, just it's a what's the word? Yeah. And like, taboo, if there's any basically. young viewers that yeah. we have or listeners, I'm going to say not viewers, but listeners, it's okay to experiment. Only you know what's right and what's wrong. If you feel like you're doing right, all right, do right. Okay, keep on doing it. Also, I'm not do it that. in I'm very small doses. If like you're doing, I'm not saying don't do. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, saying don't general, do drugs. Nice like, don't like, or yeah, do drugs. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying experiment. It's okay to. That's what they're there for. And use it as a tool and not a need. Yeah, definitely. And definitely it's don't very easy to get addicted off really that. Bad thing to... Because you're like, fuck, it's not working. I'm not feeling this. Take more, and that's how it starts. Because you're not feeling it, and you want to feel it. That's Mm -hmm. how, and that's how it starts. Downward spiral, and it's hard to get out of. Yep. Um. And so transitioning (laughs) to my thoughts. (laughs) He's like, okay. (laughs) Segway. No, you're fine. Oh, man. Sorry to cut you off. It's just like, I feel like we've already. Um, so I was done anyway. It's been a pretty long podcast so far. So <laughs> if if it's been so long. You got so <laughs> good, much good. To I'm say. good. I'm good. Yeah. 
True, because it's also been a really long time, boys. We gotta admit. Um, but with that being said, uh, this song "Surface Level," I completely agree with uh, Jr. What he had to say. Uh, well, you I can actually, call me Jake, Jake now. I mean, my right? Twitter is that, Jr. But you you're... can call me Jake. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, for sure. Either way, Jake, Jr., whatever you want to call him, boys. The home slice. Uh, so, <laughs> surface level. <laughs> Yeah. Cobain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, like the song Modern Day Cobain. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pull out all the fucking nicknames. Yo, what's up, Kurt? <laughs> Yo. God damn it. I like where did you sleep last night? I like that. They, you and Cuddy shut up, laugh, team. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Jesus Hi kids. Christ. Oh my god. That was that was really funny. Um, but yeah, so if you're still listening, we love you. And so with this track, like personally, I haven't really fucked with it since the beginning. Um, I think it's like musically, it's not really the like the <coughs> easiest to consume. Like, yeah, it's, it's not very, very the distorted. prettiest, I guess you could say. But I, yeah, and it's very Scratchy. like, oh god, like damn, like this is. Yeah, there's like a lot of elements where you're like, damn, like I don't know if yeah, like, like, it's I like fuck with this. And I think that's the main reason why same. I didn't like We're this song the for so way. long. Yeah, but that's after, how I was. After, yeah. So but but the thing is, literally Ooh. until today, boys, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't really fuck with the track. And cause I also old Dom used to like completely uh, hate drugs and like oh like that's terrible blah 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 and yeah. he's like obviously talking about pills in this yeah. so I'm like oh this shit trash you feel me and so but like after going down the adulting growing up highway and stuff and going through life and yeah exactly just like growing up like and after especially after what you guys had to say about the song and how it moves you and how close it is to home for you guys I completely understand why you guys fuck with it and love it so much. And maybe, you know, after the podcast, I'll, like, listen to it and be like, yo, like, this is actually really hard. Like, and there is a few elements that I already like on the song, but also with, um, I guess, with how many, how many years I've had with this album and I've consumed it so often. Like, I, like, Love Heart is such a good track. That was actually, uh, that was the track where I didn't fuck with it at first, but then over time it grew on me a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of my favorites now on the album. But maybe with Doctor Pill, maybe that could be oh, uh, so with as this well. Song, like just like what hard was for I'm me. Sorry, Dom. But when you listen to it, look at the no, lyrics as, as well as you listen to it. Do that with most songs, actually. Like if you don't really fuck with a song, um, listen to it again, Facts. but look at yeah. the lyrics, and you'll get different views on it afterwards. I mean, I. Would- I was the same way with Upper Room because when he says I also, don't believe in miracles, I thought he said I don't believe in waffles for... <laughs> yo! <laughs> JR! Hey, yo. Dude, stop! JR! <laughs> JR! I don't believe in waffles! Bro! <laughs> JR, can I tell you something? Yes. I am not shitting you. I literally thought the same thing, too. I am not shitting you. What, Bro, the, what fuck? the hell are y'all listening to? Is this the same? Is this the same? Is this the same song we listened to once? On to the next. 
Oh my god, bro, that's so fucking funny. Like, I don't believe it. Like, that funny waffles in the shit, man. He said, "Fuck Belgium." I don't like, give a fuck about that morning ass. It's a pan- it's a pancake, pan- pancake, okay? It ain't no waffle. It's a printed pancake. Oh, oh my god! It's a honeycomb bro, that's pancake. So fucking god funny. Damn. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, but uh, but yeah, like just wrapping up with Doctor Co. Like, it's a really good track o- across the board, and I, I fuck with the the instrumentals are very mm-hmm. eerie and very different. But I fuck with it. Like, there are elements that I fuck with with the song. It's just it doesn't hit home for me as much. But I think if I did re-listen to it again, because it's the reason why I don't listen to Wizard as often that I sh- that I should is probably because it's. It's under Wizard instead of Kid Cudi, and I have like a wit like a Kid Cudi yeah. playlist and like stuff like that. That so too, I, I forget about it too, and it's like on the Wizard, bottom like, of you know, if you do have name. like if you have them on Apple Music, um, <clears throat> I, I'll just push Kid Cudi and then I'll just push Shuffle, and Wizard's not under Kid Cudi; it's under Wizard. Yeah. So like one thing, yeah. uh, one of my homies yeah. did that is awesome, and if you want it, I'll DM it to you is uh he did it, kid cuddy's entire discography like including wizard kids he goes all that he did it and features and everything anything that's on streaming service for like apple music he listed it in complete order so instead of like googling or f- not fucking googling instead of searching like kid cuddy like on apple music spotify or whatever and just like shuffling it you go to that playlist mm-hmm. and you just like shuffle that and then, like, yeah, it's like in com- Yo, complete, oh, that's yeah, it's like in complete order of like when each song was released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. That's it dope. And stuff like that. Um, there's oh, one okay. more thing I gotta say about uh, Dr. Pill, and it was the way that you were talking about it, Dom, when you said uh, like the production is all over the place. That's facts. And this is why I love this fucking song because mm-hmm. the lyrics are all over the place, <laughs> and the lyrics fit the production. First thing he says, my head is always busy. It's racing. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, right when that fucking... Like, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> this man was in a coke fucking like, phase damn. right here, boy. So, it, like, like, the production compliment, con- compliments the, the lyrics in his voice. Yeah. And that's why I like it a lot, too. It makes sense. The whole song yeah. makes sense. I, I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah, I really do get that. Also, it also makes sense in terms of uh, yeah, the way that it's he's, set up he's on going the through album. a breakup. Like, the this is what I was going to say. Really this is too. when I was talking about uh, break to um, afflict him. When I said I'll, I'll get to that when we do the final review and shit, you know, because um, I was going to say that this song is going to is fits perfectly afterwards because that's the breakup. So he's taking pills for the breakup. But we'll get into that here in a little bit, probably. So next up, <clears throat> such an uplifting I'm song. Free. Would you survive? McCall, you alive? McCall, you alive? Don't believe in waffles. <laughs> Cause people are pussies. I... Bro, I'm not gonna stop thinking about that now. 
Honestly, that makes a lot of sense now, though. I don't believe in waffles because people are pussies. Like, basically, you say, like, yo, like, pancakes literally exist, my dog. We in America, you bitch. (laughs) You gonna eat American breakfast, you feel me? (laughs) Yo. Oh, that is so fucking funny. But uh, I guess I'll I'll start off with this one. Uh, With Upper Room, it has always been... (laughs) It's always been one of my favorite tracks off the album. It's probably not like my top three, but it's like yeah. mid to like higher tier, if that like makes four sense. Like four or five. For that, four uh, five. for the track. Yeah. And yeah, 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 around there. Um, and so this track is like, like you said, it's very uplifting. The instrumentals are very, uh, very different from Dr. Pill. It's very yeah, that pleasing is like to the ears, so it's kind it's of like, like the opposite damn, in the like... sense. But it, 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 it yeah, 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 mm-hmm. And so overall, it's definitely a really good track that I really do enjoy. And I mean, at the same time, though, like I could literally say that for yeah. every single fucking Kid Cudi track of all time. Like it does, like literally, it could be one of the worst songs like in his discography, and I'll still vibe the fuck out of it. Like remember T, how we were uh, talking yesterday um, on Facetime, and we were talking about. Uh, yeah, like I think I That's mentioned like, Seance Chaos That's or something trash. like that. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, all right, all right, fuck you. First of all, for disrespecting a song off of the greatest album of all time, just like Beavis and Butthead says, <clears throat> Beavis and Butthead were onto something. But anyway, uh, like with that being said, like you know, you can take the worst song, and for me, like it shits on like pretty much every other artist except for like a very mm. small amount. Um. And I don't know. It's just I love his entire discography. And Wizard is a very, very underrated album. And if you haven't heard it and you're listening and you've never listened to this album, you're definitely missing out. I would definitely give it a listen. Uh, it is like alternative slash yeah, like a little bit of EDM like the entire too. album is uh, that. And yeah, so it's very uh, different from what you're usually uh accustomed to for Cuddy, especially after his first two albums and mixtapes that he uh, released before this. So it was kind of like a hit into left field in a sense. Uh, But uh, you definitely should listen to it. It's a very good, uh, well-produced, well-made album. And it's basically, Wizard is a duo between Dot the Genius and Kid Cuddy, which is one of his best friends. Uh, it's, he's been a homie of his for a very long time, and he's a very, very amazing producer uh, on the instrumentals. And I think he, obviously, he did all the tracks on this album, but he Piano. probably helped with like guitars. I'm guessing too, mm, and like yeah. uh, live instruments and stuff. I'm guessing too for the album. Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, definitely a really good album overall. At least for me, it's not one of my favorite albums from Cuddy, uh, because he just has some, like, insane albums to me that, like, is, like, goes mm-hmm. farther in into the Cuddy sphere, I guess you could say. Like, I would put Man of the Moon 2 ahead of it, for sure, because that's, uh, Man of the Moon 2 and Speed of World of Heaven are my, two of my favorite albums all time, and obviously, it's my two favorite albums from Cuddy. And then In the Cut is fucking amazing which i'm yeah. really excited to talk about because it's our next it's one of my album, faves my second uh, fave. in the series and 
Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, and then mm, Mad my favorite. One is a classic. Everybody knows that album. Um, and that you know, it's actually funny. And I obviously I've detailed it when we did Manly Moon One, but for like the longest time, I didn't fuck with that album. But over time, it grew on me like insanely. And that's one of my favorite albums. And so, like, it's crazy though, too, because like Wizard can be if it wasn't Cuddy, like it'd probably be like yeah. my favorite album yeah. from that artist if somebody else made this like album. You know what I mean? It's crazy. So, but what? But with that being said, uh, closing, I guess, statement for me. Very, very good album. Uh, definitely different from what he's used to, but he, Cuddy, as always, delivers the fuck out of this. Uh, and Dot did an amazing job also as well. And whoever had hands in this album, they did a really good job. And, man, I'm so fucking mad that I didn't get to see Wizard on tour because this was like – I think yeah. he tour in like 2013. Yeah. I think with like he a bunch of with, different uh, artists and um, stuff. He, and he probably he did a lot of wizard tour, stuff too. Or was that for Indicud? That was he for had, Indicud. He had Logic. Was it? Tyler, oh, okay. I was going to say he had Logic. Logic, Big Sean. Oh, wait. Yeah, Tyler Crater. Um, ASAP Rocky. Damn, that's that's, that's actually yeah. such an yeah. insane like, he brought list of names. <laughs> if you think too. about it now, like looking back, that's so. I'll dive into Upper Room a That's little bit. That's fucking insane. Um, That's awesome. Spot, uh, speaking about Dr. Pill. Mm-hmm. So with that song, we talked about like the distortion, the production, the bass, everything like that. Lyrics aside. So like when I when I listen to Dr. Pill, I'm listening to it 95% of the time in my car. And uh, yeah, same here. I always fucking turn that shit up, right? And uh yeah and so in like upper room he's like of course this you have is to. important so please turn it <laughs> loud it's the first line and i i'm always like i'm always like cuddy you're being Ooh. so silly like i already have my music on full blast for you <laughs> like do you yeah on a hundred and ten percent face boosted and everything boys right. <laughs> so, so you want to make my ears bleed? Like, almost like ear rape volume, and, and it's not like it's not like I'm by myself, of course. If anyone else would like fucking stink eye, but I, so I always turned up like louder than this is probably the song that I listen to louder than any other song ever, and it's also top. Five probably top three sing along songs for Kid Cudi because like this this whole like I'm just looking through the lyrics right now like Ooh. when I'm looking at it all I can think about is like how loud I fucking sing along to this song and yeah that's how I ask me too and uh, <laughs> another like little fact you can throw in about this is this is the first song. It's the first song and the last song of the album where he says any expletive. So we've we've spoke yeah. hours and hours upon like the meaning behind all of these lyrics and the album and the track listing songs, etc., etc. And to go that far into an album without saying one curse word just shows you how powerful Kid Cudi can be as a songwriter. The only two fucking artists yeah. in rap so far that always cuss yeah. and shit. Only two artists. And I think it's 
Kid Cudi. It's, and, and it's like pussy is not really exactly. a bad word. It's like too. it's not. It's like it's someone every fucking female. Kid has. Cudi and Kanye yeah. West. Kanye West with two albums now. No cursing. Mm-hmm. 808s and Heartbreak. There ain't not a single curse word or even any kind of explicit content in that. In that. And during that time for Kanye, that's pretty crazy to think. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Cuddy. Yeah. And Cuddy helped write. Yeah, that yeah. was like one of his first like dark album based 808s. So. Yeah. And he <laughs> literally wrote all of Kanye's biggest number one song. Yeah. Heartless, he he made the fucking music video for it. That's why Heartless music video and Day and Night look the same. Bro, that's actually crazy they mentioned that, Jake, too, because it's 40, like almost 45 minutes into the album until yeah. he finally. It's not really a curse word. I didn't even, I it's literally did not. It's like saying that. vagina. So that's a really cool fact. Yeah. Into. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah, I don't really think that's a curse word either. But he like basically mm-hmm. like he did a whole yeah, album like in a like where he out of curse, like, which is I feel pretty like this insane is just too. Great closure <clears throat> to the song because if you're listening to this album like in a dark place, um, it's, it's such a it's one of my favorite ending tracks on an album for Kid Cudi, just because like that second chorus he hits you with like this is important so please turn it up. I have matured so much. The boy has become a man. Finally, I can say I'm feeling proper. No need to worry. I'm a happy new me. So, like, you could throw in all of, like, the Dr. Pill, Flictum, Sad, Teleport to Me, Break, all of that shit. You could just bottle that up and then, like, kind of put it to the side. And he still shows you that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And it's just fucking beautiful. I like how you said that because I think differently. Because if you look at the order of the album you know, with Doctor <clears throat> Phil, um, this is uh, this is what I was going to get into, like about my views of the mm-hmm. whole album. So, like, High Off Life, Dream Time Machine, Love Hard, like all that is like it starts off really, really, really like the album starts off really, really, really happy with High yeah. Off Life. Like he's he's happy with his life. Like fuck, man, I'm happy yeah. as fuck. And then he's he's going through, um, he's he's literally getting high off life through the dream time machine. It's like a dream to me, mm-hmm. all the things that I've seen. Like he's 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 feeling this euphoria around him that he's never felt before. And then love hard, he falls in love with the girl, and he fell hard, and it didn't work. Now he's living and learning through that. And then break is when he starts getting depressed because he feels alone. He misses her with teleport to me. He eventually tries to get back with her because this is literally about his fucking life, like legit. Like this whole album yeah. is about his life. Teleport to me. He he uh, he loses her. He wishes Which... that she was there. Why aren't you here? Where is she? Lena. He he tries to he tries to get back together with her. Finds out that it's not working. Afflict him. Like he he's basically being sarcastic the whole time. Like hey, what the fuck would you do if I died? How would you think? How mm-hmm. would you feel? And then he's depressed as fuck, taking pills, trying to she's trying to hide upper room. He feels a new me because of those drugs that he was taking. And 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 look look and then it goes into See, indica, I, yeah, yeah. even darker yeah. with the pills. So so I Oh I man psychedelic I have matured so much the boys become a new man. 
So I feel like at that point, he's like finding closure with that breakup and he's kind of being mature about it. And then he's, and then when he says there's someone up in the sky looking out for all of us. Um, and I like, I do believe in fate. I do believe in destiny. He's kind of, you know, emotionally matured from the situation is kind of Igor before, before Igor, if you guys know and are aware of like the track listing and like falling in love with a person and like it ending and then, yeah. like, are we still friends and like all of that. <laughs> it's kind of Bro, Igor is such a great. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like Igor before Igor of like that breakup <laughs> album, and taking you through the story. And I feel like Upper Room is him like finding that closure in a mature sense. Excuse me. Yeah. You know, it's actually insane too. Like the parallels that you guys are saying, because. The dream time machine, going back to the man in the moon one days where he's talking about in my dreams how like he loves like yeah. his dreams and he, he always has a really good time and, and like, he finally he's also it. very happy and euphoric and stuff like that feeling. Yeah, exactly. And then the crazy thing, and I feel like you guys would be like, "Oh shit!" Is man in the moon two? What track is the ending track on man in the moon two? Or no, it was. Well, the nope. deluxe oh, version, yeah. Well, yeah. Trick question, Maybe. It was the deluxe. It was the deluxe version. Maybe. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Dom. We both were right. Dom, we both were right. <laughs> Sorry, you were wrong and right. I was wrong and right. Yo, okay. So, but with yo, well, okay. So, but I mean, it has that that maybe has to be there because he even said like I have to have that track because it's so. Like, it's such a dark and twisted album because it's, you know, the dark side of the moon, Mind of the Moon 2. Mind of the Moon 1 is the light side of the moon. And it's, mm. you know, th- those parallels, just how life is, you know, there's got to be dark and happy, you know. But so with Maybe, and then it goes into Wizard, which is a very much yeah. more uplifting yeah. album than Man of the Moon 2, honestly. Like, overall, uh, obviously, there are some very dark tracks as well. But overall, the the overwhelming appeal of this album is definitely more on the light side, for sure. And so it's kind of insane to, like, how Cuddy is – I don't know if he does this on purpose. He probably does, or maybe subconsciously or something along those lines. But his, like, transitions to albums are very fucking meticulous and very amazing. And I feel like that goes really unnoticed. So I'm really glad that I picked picked that up because not only does he do it, in I think Man of the Moon two to Wizard I think he does it I think we talked about this too in Man of the Moon one to transition. I want to tell y'all about Cuddy's song. He has a pretty good transition. I've never told y'all. Literally, okay, Man on the Moon. Okay, kid named Cuddy. We're gonna include that. That's part of his discography, technically. This is this is him finding himself. This is his come up. Man on the Moon one. Okay, I'm gonna talk about my my how I grew up, what I was going through towards the end of man and moon one. He starts talking about him nowadays going into man and moon two. That's his dark phase that he's going through. Like at that time when he was making it. Yeah. And then each time, each album he made, Currently, he's going through his yeah. mind, what's going on in his mind each time through each album. And you can see it progressively getting, why he's yeah. most and then, artist. well, except, yeah, Except for the ex- except for his downfall 
of his yeah, depression with Speeding Bolt to Heaven. We're going to take that aside because that was mm-hmm. super dark and I wish he never released that album because that shit was scary as fuck. I thought he was going to die. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah. if I'm not mistaken and we'll get into this obviously when we get into Speedy Bolt to Heaven, but I think I'm pretty sure I read somewhere. I don't know exactly where, but yeah. he said that he was going to kill himself after Speedy Bolt. Because he, like, he, he literally finished, just gave like, all, all like, his emotions. Done. So, yeah, he literally poured his this heart. This is exactly how I feel. I want to kill myself. There you go. There you go. Because literally that whole album is him about killing himself. That's all, it, that's all the album yeah. is. Every single song is about him doing doing harm to himself mm-hmm. or not wanting to be alive. That's probably... <laughs> I love the album too. Don't get me wrong. So like, like, yeah, I shit on it sometimes, but like that, I, I love that album too. <laughs> this is it's a six, seven out of ten for me. Still a good album tour, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't get tense really that get much. Tense too, I don't give, which I think. Yeah, you, I don't. I don't. Said that on I don't. The flame podcast. Either, if I'm not mistaken, getting a little bit back on track. Yeah, I'm but also. Because <laughs> when you're when you're in that mindset, that's and understandable. You listen to it, I would say, and you don't go. Through I would those say skips, it, you it don't hits. go through those skips when you're like not in a dark place. When you are in that place, it's a ten out of ten album. Yeah, I can agree. Um, I give it a nine, nine out of ten. <laughs> I mean, Cuddy's the goat, oh so I literally God. not give him anything below a ten. Oh my like, God! For any for any album, no, honestly, like I literally like. So like, you're well, you're saying right like, now on this like, album, right now, every like, single song is a ten out of ten song. Yes. Everything, everything, each song for, is perfect. Like it yeah. sounds good. There's yeah. nothing that you don't dislike. Yeah. So there's nothing that you don't dislike in any of the songs. for this album specifically. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, like I said, but, you know, like, there are certain songs that I like more than other ones, but, but also too, like, like <laughs> you're like, yeah, to be like a cop. Yeah. Right now. You're like, like, okay, you what's sure your least, you're not I know this right is now. your opinion, but what's your <laughs> least favorite song? It's like, no man, wizard. look, for me, for, for me, both of you, break, um, yeah. uh, for the longest time, if I'm not, break, if I'm, okay, is it a 10 out of a 10 song? Is it a 10 oh, out well, of 10 okay. song? It's a lot of openness in that Just song. Just song-wise. And I'm in the mood for it, yes. Yeah, because, like, okay, bro, honestly, for me, like, the way that I rank stuff is different. Like, at the time, yeah. like, like, we literally just talked about his entire, like, discography and, like, this album and everything, like, in detail. Like, I wouldn't either, I wouldn't no. I wouldn't either. anything on this yeah. album. It's not, it's I have not never, a 10 ever 10, wanted... Though. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's a 10 for me is because yeah. I would never want it. Well, but that's your opinion, though. Because, like, I could, yeah, because, like, I also think, well, no, not with Travis Scott. He hasn't, he's he's had below 10. Jack Boys. Uh, like, Al Farrow is not one of my favorite albums. Jack Boys. Well, it's a mixtape, but. Uh... <laughs> that shit was fucking <laughs> Dude, no one talks about but that's it. That's also what another that? one that I didn't really like. Actually, I mean, I I didn't 
No, that shit was fucking ass. Gotti was so good, though. It sounded like on the bottom of the fucking... Oh, my God. Here we go. But we... Yo, that shit sounded like the bottom of the dumpster, Yes, dude. Gotti. Oh, my God. That shit sounded like a squeaking pussy. Bro. Bro. Woo! Let me see okay, some. let's get. Okay, uh, okay. Ten out of ten for you okay, guys. Okay. Nine out of ten for Flex. me. My bitch love. That oh, that just shows everyone should just fucking listen to this fucking album. Yeah, because this is an amazing fucking album. Oh yeah, hundred percent. One I of the greatest alternative agree. albums of this generation. The most slept on experimental um, album of all time. Oh yeah. Facts. It's it's up there with Jesus. Jesus isn't slept on. Okay. Though. Yeah, I could de- I could definitely get behind that. Well, oh, I mean, but think, yeah, like I feel was, like nowadays they both were released around the same time, and at first, and, like, not a lot it. of the Cud fan really mm. fucked with Wizard, and not a lot of people fucked with Jesus like Kanye fans. Facts, everyone agree. hated Jesus. Now people love it. Now people, I'm seeing love with Wizard now. You know what's so weird? You know what's so weird though? I've I fuck with Yeezus yeah. when it drops because that was when I was like I, I liked it. I didn't love it though. I, liked I loved Yeezus. I thought it, dropped, it was like a good so six good. out of ten album. I That's how I feel it. with Speedy like, Blood Bolton. on the Leaves. Um, Blood on the Leaves. <laughs> Black skin head was so hard for me back in the day. Bro. Dude, oh my god. Yeah, bro, that shit was hard. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, what am I listening to? This shit is fucking tough. You know, we uh, got it. We got to talk yeah, about. Anyway, we got to talk about Cuddy's brother. We have gone off Travis Scott, but Kanye, it's all right. You know I mean? It's okay. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's no time wasted because you know we are the boys. Shit, we 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 hour five minutes in. Fuck right it, let's do in the cutter right now. Fuck it. Might as well. <laughs> Yo, I'm tripping. So let's I'm do down. It. <laughs> let me, no. All right. Yo, I let me get this door real quick. Just text me what you want me to say no, for actually, you. Let me get some service. Just text me. Get the real mindset. I'll say for you. I'll talk for you. All right. Anyway. Oh my god. Oh man. But um, yeah. But closing. Uh, yep. I guess statement is it's we all love this album to, to, for the greats. Love his it discography. Too. It's up there. Uh, it's, it's really looked over. Not a lot of hate on it anymore. There's not a lot of hate on it anymore. I mean, there's still yeah, hate it's definitely, on it, it's definitely like, overlooked. I'm seeing more sure. love about it. People really need to give this album a listen. It'll change your it's, fucking life. Yeah. It's very, very underrated for sure, especially at the time. Like, no one expected anybody, from like, Cuddy to release like, this. I remember this shit too because I was all over Facebook. My, I used to have a MySpace. I always followed Cuddy on MySpace. Bro, literally no one expected this. Yeah. He did, yeah. And I mean, I don't think he, he, he even, only talked he, about he it. He kept a couple it pretty times, secret yeah. too, I think, right? Yeah, as he usually does. Yeah, um, but yeah. So with that being said, we hope everybody out there listening that you guys are very doing very well in this trying and weird time for sure. Um, we hope you guys are healthy as well as your families. Yeah, and mad yep. love to the fam, the Cud fam. Yes, sir, the Cud family, and uh, love from our brothers, aka me, Dom, Mojo, so Travon. Twitters, of course, and we got our boys T and Jake. You can go plug in so Jake. Like and say something to end the podcast. 
but I just want to say I hope everyone's staying safe, staying healthy, and um, everything that we're going through, we'll get through it together, and soon we will all be together having fun, going to concerts, raging, going to Cutfest. Shout out to Cutfest. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry I haven't been coming to the Cutfest. You'll be there soon. I'll be there. Know, yeah. Don't worry. I love you guys. It's all good. You'll and definitely. I was get thinking there. about moving west, so. But yeah. Anyway, uh, love you guys, and I'll see you guys Ooh, very, very okay. soon. Okay. Hit me up with that, my man. Uh, you can catch me. This is T. You know, King T, Daddy. What's up? Are y'all dad? <laughs> I'm just playing. You catch me. Oh my. I didn't God, name myself. Bro. People, people on Twitter. I'm not saying that on Twitter. That's people so funny. on Twitter. A lot of people on Twitter told me to change my name to that. So I'm like, I'm Daddy now. I'm I'm Daddy. Uh, anyway, that's beside the point. You can catch me on Twitter. I got a new Twitter now. Um, my original one got banned. It's not at T Gary one three two anymore. It is at underscore King T Daddy underscore. Um, I'm a hip hop account. You can check me. I got a. You can you can catch me. I have my if own anybody podcast. Follows I do music sus. reviews anyway. of any any genre, mostly rap. Um, and just like what y'all said, stay safe. And I want to say something that it's it's a beautiful thing of what this coronavirus has done because it's brought people together. It's brought this world together to help. And there's going to be a lot of good coming out of this coronavirus when it's 100%. all over. Yeah, and that's it. I love y'all. Gotta stay positive. Love you, boys. Uh, I think next episode we'll probably do like a little different. I don't think we'll do the album series right away because um, a lot has happened with cutting. So definitely stay tuned for that. Hopefully we could get this out to you sooner yeah, than has. the last one because it it's has been like been eight like, months. I want to say like <laughs> half a year, which is actually insane to think about. <laughs> it's been a really long time. But with that being said. <laughs> Everybody, stay safe. Don't forget your mask and your gloves when you go out. If you do go out, like me, don't be like these fucking idiots out here with no mask and no gloves because they they they're literally uh, like welcoming the virus. So, anyway, we hope everybody's doing safe and being good as they should, and we will catch you guys in the 